two-on-one. Stone with Stevenson. Stone stops, shoots, he scores! The double fist pump, the high five with White Cloud, the embrace with Stevenson, short-handed goal, the captain, Mark Stone. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at lvsportsnetwork.com. Misfits to champions. The Vegas Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup in 2023. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas videos. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... Here we go. Let's get at it. Uh, We are into the post-Stanley Cup week, the the area where we just get to relax and take it all in, maybe reflect a little bit. I know you guys took uh, some phone calls yesterday, talked about the parade, talked about the championship. Uh, there's other some uh, other league news that's taking place today. We'll get into that as we uh, go through uh, the next two hours on the VGK Insider Show, give you an idea of what's uh, been going on in the last couple of days since the big celebration outside T-Mobile Arena on the Las Vegas Strip uh, and what's uh, ahead. We're going to be joined by a special guest in our number Number one, as the uh, Stanley Cup uh, pays back uh, to this community. And it's not just about uh, the players holding it over their head or people within the organization uh, celebrating. This has uh, got a, a real opportunity with this trophy to be able to lift everybody's spirits or give an opportunity to inspire and uh, give uh, folks uh, an up-close look at uh, what is the most recognizable trophy in sports. I can say that, right? It's not just a hockey mm-hmm. thing. Like it's it's the most recognizable trophy in sports. So no offense to uh, what happens in football and baseball and uh, the NBA. None of those trophies are as cool. No. Like the thing that separates <laughs> the Stanley Cup for me is the fact that a player gets a day with it. Right. Like you win the Major League Baseball World Series, you don't get a day with. I don't even know what the Do name. You know? Are you I don't sure? Even know. No, you don't. I, sure I, I know people who've won the World Series. You don't get a day with the trophy. You, really? get, you get a really nice ring, but you don't get you don't get a day with the trophy. Really? I, don't even, I don't even know what I don't even know what the trophy's called. Like that's how irrelevant it is. It's 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 more about the <laughs> rings. Na- name the trophies. Well, there's there's the um, Stanley Cup. I got mine. Larry O'Brien. I got the Stanley Cup. I got no. I the, I went there first. Vince, Vince Lombardi Trophy. Yeah, and right? Larry O'Brien is that's correct. Is, 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 is the OBA. NBA. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I have no idea what the baseball trophy is. The only other no trophy that I think is as cool is this, as the Stanley Cup is when you win the Indy 500. No, no. They no. they carve your face on the trophy. No, no, no. no. Chapman, Chapman, there's no trophy in sports cooler than the Stanley Cup. No, no, it's I, like, it's I'm, close. I'm putting my foot down it's there. Close. It's close. No. You, it, there's no trophy in the world that is as cool as the Stanley Cup. I got to talk None. to Simon Pagano a few years ago. He won the Indy 500. And he was so excited because he's like, yeah, my face is going to be immortalized on the trophy forever. Uh, the commissioner's trophy is Major League Baseball. With the one with no, all the pennants, right. the flags. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you really don't think that they you, they don't get it for a day? No, it's there's 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 it's chasing the rings in baseball. Well, you chase I, the the rings. reason why I ask that is if you win the Calder Cup, 
or you win in the American Hockey League. Yes. Or you win the Memorial Cup, the top trophy in major junior hockey uh, in Canada and the United States. All of those players get those trophies for a day. Well, it's, it's, it's all related, so, though. It's, so it sounds it's a like hockey it's, thing. it's a hockey thing, yeah. uh, not just a, a National Hockey League thing. I, I'm going to challenge you on this. And I may be wrong, okay. but and uh, I, I hope you're wrong. Because I think if it's knowing the tradition of getting the Stanley Cup for a day for each player, I can't believe that that wouldn't have bled into all of the other sports. Now, in football in particular, the owner gets the trophy first, which really rankles people in hockey. That, that, that bugs them beyond belief. Uh, not that uh, owners aren't in, integral to, uh, to the sport of hockey, but uh, it, it bugs that, uh, that it goes to the owner instead of the, the players first. You can make an argument that the owner's as important or more important than, uh, than the players because they put up the, the dollars in, in the first place. But I think that, that players in other sports do get it. And I mm. hope I'm right on that. So He just may so not be as public as, I, as the hockey side. From what I can tell of of the Larry O'Brien Trophy is essentially that it, it like a new one is created every year. Yeah, and the winning same, team same gets that, to keep that trophy. So, same with baseball. So in theory, I mean, you have that trophy available to you. You get to keep it. It's in your possession. It's always in your possession. So I would imagine that if a player wants it, they'd have the opportunity to to parade that trophy around. I think where the Stanley Cup and the National Hockey League is different is that you don't get to keep possession of the trophy. And therefore, that's where that, that one day, your day with the Cup, that's yours, you have it, you're engraved on it, fantastic. But it, it seems like, at least with, with other sports, because you get possession of that trophy as an organization... I, I don't know that you need that one day with the stand with with that trophy. So one of the things I found while searching is hold on, hold on, hold on. Before the, you don't think you get the day because you there's a different trophy every year. Is, yeah. is that because you that, have it's within your organization? But the players should still. Yeah, there's even more reason why. I don't, and I don't. Doesn't matter whether it's the different trophy, the same trophy. It's the same type of trophy. Uh, players should get it for a day in 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 every league. Uh, it, it it doesn't matter whether it's freshly out of the the kiln or not. So it sounds like, and, and maybe things have changed, but players can get a replica trophy personalized in their home. Joe Carter, you probably know who he is. Hmm. I there, there was, I know that's what I'm saying. There was a picture of him posted on Blue Jays Instagram where there was a World Series or a World Series trophy, a replica in his in the background. Hockey's the same thing. Apparently, each, each apparently guy, each guy gets a, each guy gets a miniature Stanley Cup in their uh, possession, and same with a uh, Campbell Conference Bowl or Prince of Wales trophy. You'll they'll, they'll get that as well. Now is the the Conn Smythe Trophy? Does that change every year? Is it no, so does, same man? Same so man. Marcia so has to give that back. He, he he will give that back, and he will get a, a replica of it. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's still that's a pretty cool trophy to have in your house. I can't believe that thing oh, doesn't yeah, get banged it. up. Yeah. The video of Marsh so going around asking people, "Where do I put this? Where, thing? where, 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 where do I put it? <laughs> it where great. do I put it?" It was fantastic. <laughs> what are the best trophies in sports? Stanley Cup is the best. Yeah, I, right. I, I think what? the I think Indy 500 is called Borg Warner. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't. I'm not with you on that. You don't Davis, think that's a cool trophy? Davis Cup tennis is really a, a neat trophy because it's bigger than most humans. That thing is staggering and and unique. So I would put that in the mix uh, of all that. Uh, I I actually like the Larry O'Brien trophy. I think that there's some some goodness among that. I'm not a huge fan of the World Series trophy because I think it's too fragile. Yeah, it looks a little little mm-hmm. like if you drop that thing, you're breaking pennants off of it. Yeah. What about the World Cup? You, the, you know, you know, uh, which, World Cups. You know the what? World Cup. The, I will say is a cool trophy, but it's too small. Yeah, and, and it's, it's way too small. Like it's disappointing when you when you finally see it, you go, "This is what the whole world is is cheering for and <laughs> and, and playing for." It it it's under underwhelming. It is. It is a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, compare, it's absolutely compare the World Cup to yeah, the 100%. Davis Cup. I have to look up what the Davis Cup. Do, looks look like. up the Davis Cup right now. Can Ryan look up the Davis Cup? If and and tell me okay. tell me the, what your reaction is to the Davis Cup versus the Stanley Cup or the World Cup. And th- those are those are, are three big trophies in, in okay. sport. Davis My- Cup Davis Cup is the the uh nation's uh, it's basically the world championship of tennis. My initial thought looking at the Davis Cup is it looks like it would be a hockey award. But see how it's bigger it's than It's huge. huge. So, yeah. It's grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Davis Cup is super grand. Like it, it's it's really awesome especially when you kind of get its scale with with people in and around it um davis cup is up there like i don't i don't think i've ever actually looked at it no no i don't think you could pick that thing up but it's pretty remarkable so uh yeah i'm i'm with you i think the davis cup is a good one yeah um probably as as uh, close in my opinion to the stanley cup but you know again you you can pick the stanley cup up it gives you some phenomenal pictures you know why Darren's promoting the Davis Cup? Because Canada no, won, won the last one. No, I like the Davis Cup just because of the girth. What of about it. the what about what about the Grey Cup? Yeah, that's kind of cool looking. Grey Cup's good. Grey Cup has grown yeah. in size, uh, and the Memorial Cup I think is is a really cool trophy. Uh, some of golf's championships, uh, whether it's the U.S. Open or the the PG the PGA mm-hmm. with the Wanamaker. Trophy is a really cool trophy. Uh, there's some some good solid uh, submissions from that. The Masters Trophy is more the jacket. The Masters yeah. and the Masters Trophy is the, the clubhouse. It's interesting. And it's, yeah. it's it's not something that you 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 hold up like the Wanamaker or the U.S. Open uh, trophy. But but nothing. There isn't anything that compares to the Stanley Cup. And when you watch. Mm-hmm. Athletes of other sports who are drawn to the Stanley Cup, that's when it really hits home as to how revered the Stanley Cup is. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think for, you know, again, you, you start to look at what it, it means, not just to the athletes that are competing for it day in and day out, but uh, you you get a sense of how special the trophy is when you see what it does to everybody around it. When when you're in in a in a position to see it and how awe inspiring it can be, but also from uh, a, 
other athletes when when they are talking about how revered that trophy is, how much they you know would would love the opportunity to to be around it, to to win it, to see it, all of that. It gives you an idea of just how special that trophy is, and when you're around it and you see it. Um, it never, ever, ever loses that luster. You're always in awe of the Stanley Cup. So since presentation night, I've been around the Stanley mm-hmm. Cup. Not every day, but I don't know, it has been five days. It's been a week, right? So I've been around mm-hmm. it five days uh, on those. And I've done something different with it. Not not like holding it up or anything like that, but there's been a different uh, approach to it, whether it's reading some names or on on the on the uh, outside of it, whether it's looking at the bowl mm-hmm. or looking inside the bowl, there's always been a different tact, and it's not conscious. It's just I see the Stanley come around the corner. There it is today. It was at our office, and uh, and the uh, staff of of the Full Entertainment Group, uh, with their Henderson Silver Knights or the Nighthawks and uh, uh, Lifeguard Arena, we everybody got a chance to go through and have a picture taken with it. Uh, I, I did something new, looking at just the, the the top of it, the rim, which I've never really had a chance to, to to focus. Just something different about that thing every single day, which is another part of it. But looking at the names is is one of my favorite things. Is getting a chance to just go through, and mm-hmm. a couple of players have told me who uh, have been around it a lot more than I have over the last few days. Said that uh, that they had it uh, at one of their functions, one of their outings. Uh, one of their parties, uh, and that's what they, they it it it, uh, it was a couple of days after, and so things were into more of a rhythm. Let's say it wasn't just walking around. Mm-hmm. Woo! Uh, and the cup was sitting uh, near them, and they were just reading the names, the the players, and they were going, "Hey, remember that guy? How about that guy?" And they, they they were going through, and part of that is is a, a great exercise. Of going uh, through it and looking at uh, where Sydney's name is uh, throughout it, or Eisenman, or some of these uh, legends. But the also the part where you look at that next space, that clean sheet uh, of of uh, silver and steel, where you look at it and you go, "My name is going to be in there somewhere." Or, or Phil Kessel being able to look at his name on there a couple of times and, and talk about uh, that with, with his teammates. Yeah. That's, that's one of the cool things. Like a, like a guy like Paul Cotter, who, who obviously he, he is so young. So he grew up watching Sidney Crosby now knowing his Poster on the wall. Yeah. Knowing his name mm-hmm. is going to be on that cup where the guy he grew up idolizing is also on that cup multiple times. I mean, the thrill I can't imagine it's something that's ever going to get old for for someone like Paul, where where he he's able to look back and be like, "Oh my God, my name is on the Stanley Cup." And and the beauty of it is that every guy has that right. Like every guy has a player that that you know they could look back at, and you can you can view the history of the trophy on the trophy itself. And I think that's one of the coolest aspects of it because you become a part of that history, understanding that you've won the Stanley Cup, but you also get to look back on all of the greats that have won it, all of the interesting names that are on there. And, you know, I, I, if if that were something, if I had an hour with the Stanley Cup, I think that at some point that's really where you'd focus your attention is just soaking up the history of that trophy, all the names that are on it. And then you come to that realization as a player that you're going on there too. So there's different levels. There's bands to the Stanley Cup. And mm-hmm. every 13 years, the band fills up, 
and they have to add a new one, and they take the the, the top one off, and your your name moves up the Stanley Cup. So this year with the Vegas mm-hmm. Golden Knights, it's on there. Um, I don't know how many years uh, left. Uh, it will move up, and then uh, fifty two years, I believe, is is the time in and around there because it, it could be a little bit shorter if you're in the middle of the uh, inscribing the band. But uh, there's 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 that opportunity of half a decade that your name's going to be on the Stanley Cup. And then that band, when it's when it's time to come off, when you reach the top and they have to add a new one on, uh, that band goes to the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto and is displayed in the vault in the Great Hall uh, in downtown Toronto uh, forever. So uh, that's uh, that's a cool thing. It's it's Your name's not on there forever because they... It, one of the great things about the Stanley Cup is being able to carry it and lift it. Mm-hmm. If they didn't replace the bands, it'd be impossible. It'd be like 13 feet tall. <laughs> try, try and get a case to, to, to carry that thing around. We actually work with sure. someone here who, whose grandfather was a member of the Blackhawks many, many, many years ago, and his name was on the cup. Who's that? And Steph McKenzie. Okay. She does the morning show on The Point. So... I've I've never actually had the conversation with her, but I would I would I would imagine at some point for for these players and maybe like her grandfather took her to see the Stanley Cup in Toronto and was able to point out to her, hey, there's my name. Like these players will be able at some point in their lives to take that trip to Toronto with their grandkids and be able to show them their name. Like the thrill for fans when they make the trip to Toronto. For Golden Knight fans to be able to point to that that two, 2023 or 2022 2023 season, be like, oh yeah, there's Jonathan Marchessault's name, there's William Carlson, there's Alex Petrangelo. 10, 15 years from now, like like the thrill is is, is like I remember going to the Baseball Hall of Fame as a kid and and just being enthralled by by that. As a hockey fan, to be able to see your name on the Stanley Cup or, or your 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 favorite player's name, it's got to be a thrill. Just so you know, there's three Stanley Cups. Yes. There's the original bowl, which is in the vault in the Great Hall. There's the presentation cup, which we've all seen in the last week. That's the one that is handed out to the players every year, and it's the one that the players get for their day of the Stanley Cup. It's the only Stanley Cup that goes out in public. And when that Mm -hmm. Stanley Cup is out in Vegas right now, there's a replica Stanley Cup that sits in the Great Hall in the in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, so it's it's exactly the same, maybe, maybe a little less dented in, in places, <laughs> a, little, a little less travel, yeah, uh, something along that line. So there's there's the original bowl, which is too brittle to be handed out. So that's the original one that was uh, donated by by Lord Stanley, uh, and then you've got the presentation cup. And as far as when we will get to look at the Vegas Golden Knights inscription on the Stanley Cup and the names uh, of, of the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, it's going to be a little bit. So don't, if you're going to see the Stanley Cup in this month, it, it won't have the Vegas Golden Knights on it. Uh, it happens between the end of the summer and, and the start of the season and, and the banner-raising ceremony. And it's uh, inscribed, engraved uh, by hand, which is, is, is kind of cool. Uh, the engraver, fourth-generation engraver. So this has been happening for a while. Imagine that. 
Like, I'm in the fourth generation <laughs> engraver. I'm really busy for two weeks. I'm right. really, really busy uh, for two weeks. Uh, but, uh, but she uses a stencil, uh, a different one for each letter, number, and symbol, along with a, uh, uh, a hammer to manual place uh, each name onto the Stanley Cup. And it takes, how long do you think it takes? Well, to, to engrave, like, the Vegas Golden Knights and all the names. A while. Well, I, I, I feel like you, you, you kind of maybe gave it to away it. in yeah. two, two weeks? Ten days. Longer? Right. Ten days. How about okay. that? Yeah, Ten two, days a week and a half. Plate, and if an error does occur, it remains uh-huh. on the cup. So I love that. that. That's the coolest part. There's uh, no whiteout. <laughs> the New York Islanders, uh, they, the, the team's name, the Islanders' team name, Mm-hmm. In 1980-81, is not the Islanders. Really? No, it's the Islanders. Really? Wow. Yeah. The S. There's no S between uh, the uh, uh, I and the L. Well, that was the, so third, it's, the it's third generation I, engraver. There. It's the I. It goes instead of I S L A N D E R S. Yeah. It's I L A N D E R S. So wow. that, that that that's a, a a cool thing, and some people have gone so far as to so there's different rules to we we talked about this a couple of weeks ago about who gets their name in the cup and you got to play so many games and et cetera et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, teams have been known to put players on there that weren't eligible and they get X'd out Ooh. because or <laughs> I know. There was one team that put the owner's mother on. Okay. Not eligible. X'd out. Got it. And I want to say somebody put their dog on it, but that may be just me being me. <laughs> but but if you're not eligible and you put it in mm-hmm. and, and it happens to get on there and it's it's found to be uh, uh, wrong, they will just mm-hmm. X you out. It stays on there, so you can say, oh, I'm on there, but, uh, yep. but it, but it gets X'd out. But the mistakes... So if they went, uh, let's say, spelled your name wrong. Yeah. And you won yeah. the Stanley Cup, they spelled your name wrong. Your name's going to be on there spelled wrong. Yeah, they go C-H-A-M-P. Yeah. yeah. So so that's that would be terrible. That would be terrible, but also kind of, kind of. See, I, I, I don't look at I it mean, as terrible. Like, I, I, I think it's actually I think it's terrible. Like, I mean, I, you live your I, whole life waiting for it to be on the Stanley Cup, and they, <laughs> they, they, they go Mallard instead of Millard? Yeah, but, like well, okay, but Millard, Mallard, but. Mallard, Mallard would work for you. And, and listen, I, I not for think, my family. I think, yeah, so I, I think it, I think <laughs> I see both sides, right? Because I, I think Darren's right. You've been working your entire life for this. You finally hit that moment. It's spelled wrong. You've got to live with that. But at the same time, like it, it becomes one of those folk, folk, folklore things where you're on there incorrectly, and maybe there's more recognition of what you were able to do, and you know you become infamous, infamous in a way. Yeah, so a, I, you, I can I can kind of understand it from Chapman's perspective, and it fits in with his personality, <laughs> and I can see it from Darren's perspective because it fits in with his personality. Um, but the entire team, the New York Islanders, um, I I don't. I don't see any issue. The, 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 the S shouldn't be silent. No one needs a silent S in their name, so I'm good with Islanders. You think uh, they should be the Islanders spelled. is what you're saying? 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just phonetics, well, They, they right? won four like, in a row, and they were fortunate that it was the second one that they misspelled, so they got it right the, the first time. So you can kind of work with that yeah. a little bit. But if it was your <laughs> team's only ever Stanley Cup championship... Yeah, like if you spelled mm-hmm. Vegas wrong? Yeah. Eesh. I got some issues with that. Don't put that out there into the world. Well, I mean... Not, there's no such thing as, as jinxes and putting things out there in the world. Come on, man. You know that best. No, Law of attraction, I believe in, uh, but jinxes, we're gonna take a break. So uh, we're going to do uh, one of those visits with the Stanley Cup. Uh, how much does it mean to people? We'll find out right after this on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Well, this might be the perfect music. If you're going to bask in the glow of a Stanley Cup championship, it's... <laughs> made for it on the beach cups over to my right to got uh drink over to my left i got the waves washing in right now just enjoying every moment of it and uh, that uh, spills out to everybody in the las vegas valley if you haven't had an opportunity to uh, brush uh, up against the cup or be in the vicinity of the cup uh, you're in a smaller group uh, day by day right now as it makes its way around as the uh, the players have been great uh, with it darren millard along with ryan wallace chris chapman the vgk insider show and and uh, the travels continued today, and it uh, made its way out to the LV uh, Metro Police Department, and uh, Lieutenant Kendall Bell was part of that and joins us uh, now. Um, thank you, sir, for your service. And what was that like? To- Have you ever been around the Stanley Cup first? Yes, I, I had the pleasure of being around the Cup uh, last year when the uh, NHL All-Star Game was here. Wow, so you're old school. But it, it, did it feel different? Today. It felt way different because this was the Champions Cup. We are the champions. Well, not we, but uh, the VGK. So by proxy, yes, we are the champions. What was your moment like today? Give me a sense of what you were feeling. Oh, it was just a huge sense of pride uh, in the team that you know Bill Foley bought here, brought here, uh, and how they've just been representing this community uh, since the one October event. Uh, they've been just spectacular. So it was just a huge sense of pride. Uh, you know, I, I called Kerry up today and asked him, was there a chance that we'd be able to get the cup here? I didn't realize he'd say, yes, we'd have it there in two hours. Isn't that all? I was actually going to ask you, how does it come about that uh, that the Stanley Cup can uh, visit uh, members of Metro? And it's just a, a phone call because you guys uh, have such a great relationship with the Vegas Golden Knights, and that goes back to year number one. But two hours uh, is, is mind-blowing. It, it threw me off. Yeah, the relationship is spectacular. Uh, Kerry has been just a great community partner and a great partner with our agency. Uh, so is the whole VGK organization. So I was just reaching out to him just to say, hey, you know, in some time in the future, would you mind uh, having an opportunity to come down? And he called me and he goes, hey, uh, I can be down there at one thirty with the cup. And we were like, oh, wow, okay, let's do it. So what was the day like? What was your, your time like? Uh, what did you guys do with the Stanley Cup? The process. You know, I wanted to uh, do it in true Vegas style and, and have kind of a little production. So what we did is I, I contacted Carrie. I had them meet us over at the Costco here by our headquarters. Uh, I had a couple of our motorcycles, and our uh, one of our vehicles has uh, a VGK wrapping on it. So I had them meet with Carrie there and then uh, had them escort the cup here uh, with their lights and stuff on. Uh, we had the sheriff and all of our executive staff out in the front waiting to greet them, uh, it, and it was awesome. The car, the car pulled up, they jumped out, they pulled the cup out, and they just uh, allowed everybody to take a lot of photos, touch it, and just really enjoy it. Just really, uh, you know, sharing the pride and joy uh, that we have for that team and that cup. Ryan. 
You know, uh, I mean, a lot of people, when they when they see the cup, there's that superstition of, of not touching it. I, I'm hopeful that once it was at headquarters, uh, everybody just kind of jumped in and, and enjoyed it. Um, it. What was that process like? You know, obviously the two hours you talked about how you got the cup into the building, but once it was in, what, what was it like for everybody that was there at headquarters? Well, it was very difficult to get it in because, Within the two hours that uh, they said they could have it here, we put the word out so we let you know people know to come. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't even get the cup in the room because there were so many people in the room and standing outside waiting to see it. Uh, it, it was incredible. Uh, but when you got inside, carried a little speech. Uh, they set the cup up on a nice uh, a table with some backdrop that had Stanley Cup champions. And I could tell you, man, the, the room was just so electric and ecstatic to have it there. Kerry Bubbles is the president of the Vegas School of the Knights who uh, helped facilitate the Stanley Cup to visit uh, Metro today. And uh, all kinds of uh, people got a chance to interact with it. Uh, did you get your picture taken with it? You know, I didn't. Uh, I, I did this for everybody here in the organization. Uh, you know, I had the pleasure of working with Kerry and being able to go up to the practice facility and, and seeing the teams, things of that nature. So I wanted to take a step back and let everyone else who doesn't have that opportunity uh, be able to partake. Awesome. Lieutenant Kendall Bell with us on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas as the Stanley Cup uh, makes its way in and around the Las Vegas Valley. Uh, chatting with us on Fox Sports Las Vegas with Darren Millard, Ryan Wallace, and Chris Chapman. You know, I, I kind of want to dig into the idea of it feeling different or, or, or being different for you this time around because of what the Golden Knights were able to accomplish and because of what the Golden Knights mean to this city, this community, and, and certainly the department. So uh, can you, you maybe dig a little bit deeper into why it felt differently for you this time around than uh, when you when you saw the Stanley Cup last year? You know, it kind of goes back to the one October incident. Uh, the Vegas mm-hmm. Golden Knights really allowed this community to kind of heal and rally. Uh, they were phenomenal. Uh, you know, just coming around and talking to people and just making themselves accessible uh, really helped this community get back on its feet really quickly. Um, so when I saw the Cup last year, it was just during the All-Star Week. Uh, it just didn't really mean much to me at that point because, it wasn't ours, but watching the Knights go through this season and watch how they uh, dominated the postseason, uh, it just felt really good to see it, knowing that BGK would be now etched on there forever, uh, and Las Vegas will now be etched on the map forever as their very first championship. And that's probably what, when you say dig deeper, uh, this is the first major championship that this city has ever had. And you can tell by when you watch the parade and all the hundreds of thousands of people that came out to enjoy it. Lieutenant Kendall Bell chatting with us. I don't speak for the organization, but as part of the uh, hockey club, I, I want to thank you and uh, your officers for an awesome day on Saturday. And uh, your presence uh, made sure that everybody was safe and uh, and things were conducted in an orderly fashion. So really do appreciate that. Uh, were you out and about uh, during the parade and the celebration? Yes, uh, and that's what my job is. I'm over our event section, so I do all the planning and coordination and my team here uh, to plan events such as that or hockey games, football uh, you know, aces, you know, parades, everything. We do all the planning for that. So uh, we had the pleasure of working with Kerry and his team, uh, and it was just a village. You know, it was Caesars Palace, uh, uh, MGM uh, Resorts International, you know, Henderson Police Department, Clark County Fire. It was everybody coming together uh, in a very short amount of time to put that event together uh, so everybody can come out and enjoy themselves safely because if you have not noticed, there's been a couple of events, uh, championship celebrations, where it didn't go quite as nice as ours. Uh, and we had the luxury of ours having no incidents 
Uh, everybody came out and enjoyed and had a great time. So it, I don't need to know, know specifics, but I'm I'm more curious because a championship parade of this magnitude had never happened in Vegas before on the world-famous Las Vegas Strip. Uh, what were the challenges, and how did you execute, execute those? You know, some of the challenges was we, uh, we, you know, superstitions are always part of these teams, and they really didn't want to get too deep ahead or far ahead of themselves before they won the championship. So when they finally won, it really uh, gave us, uh, maybe about three days to put this plan together. And if something this magnitude, like you just indicated, we usually take weeks to plan. So some of the challenges were just getting the staffing. You know, we needed several hundred officers to make this event work. Um, making sure we have all the road closures, getting the properties buy-ins, because when we close these roads, it, it really impacts their business. Um, but when we talked to them, they were happy to do it because they knew the significance of this particular event. So really the big challenges are just making sure that we have the right people out there in the right places. Uh, and making sure that uh, we are doing everything we can to make sure there are no homeland security issues uh, so that, you know, when the team comes down, they're enjoying themselves. No one has to worry about any shenanigans or anything crazy happening. They're just worried about celebrating with the team uh, and just making this a great day. How many officers were involved? Uh, now that we're behind us, uh, we had over 300 officers out there. Wow. I assume it was it was easy to to kind of get that staffed up once everything kind of started to the the ball started to roll on on what the parade logistics were going to look like. I, I assume that uh, it, you didn't have too much of an issue getting it staffed. No, uh, again, once in a lifetime opportunity. We hope it's going to just be many more. But people were you know mm -hmm. jumping or chomping at the bits to work this event. They wanted to be a part of it. Again, they wanted to make sure that we represent uh, the Vegas Golden Knights like they represented us when we needed them. Did anybody jump in the fountains at the Bellagio? No, I didn't get any reports <laughs> of anybody jumping on the fountains. They didn't have to because uh, the players were dumping so much champagne Good. and beer on them, they, they were wet and cool. Good point. That was a big uh, talking point for us last week. Uh, we had the over-under. I had the over-under mm -hmm. at 7.5 that, uh, that we might have uh, that, that many people in the fountains. But when I went by, there was nobody, and I was like, well, I might have to eat some little crow here uh, on that. Uh, on the other side of it, uh, who's your favorite player, and uh, what's your memory from this year? You know, I, I kind of going back, I had really liked Carlson. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to jump. Well, I'm sorry. When we really go back, um, Carlson was really my favorite guy. Uh, I'm kind of liking Stone now, and I didn't really uh, know Stone, but I had the pleasure of meeting him uh, the day of the parade, and he was just such a, a welcoming, calm, nice person. And I'm a Mark Stone fan now. Um, you know, just for him to walk up and say hi, shake a hand, say thank you for the service, thank you for what you're doing for us. We truly appreciate you. It really meant something. So I'm on the Mark Stone bandwagon now. I love that idea. Uh, Mark Stone, uh, been in and around the office, and he's, he's just been enjoying every part of uh, what's been happening with this championship, and he got right into it, and, and watching his teammates carry that Stanley Cup up and down Las Vegas Boulevard was a thrill for everybody. And it was it was a really well-behaved crowd. Like That wasn't anything that w had some people that were just causing trouble or getting restless. It was it was a fun, uh, enjoyable moment by all. How many people do you think were out? Did you guys get a, a count? You know, uh, we were... I, that's a very good question. Uh, we, we, I, I'm going to go back to a number that was thrown to me, but some people who were watching all the cameras, and they said they felt there was about 200 out there. You know, yeah. uh, We felt there was probably about 25 or so uh, at Toshiba Plaza. Uh, it got to the point at... at 
I don't know, maybe uh, 8 o'clock that we had to close Park Avenue to people coming in because it had gotten so crowded in there. We we had to make sure we limited it because we didn't want to make sure it was a safe event, no crowd crush, things of that nature. So uh, there were probably about 25000 there before we had to shut it down. Wow. Uh, Lieutenant Kendall Bell chatting with us on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Yeah, I, so when you when you kind of take everything into account over the last six seasons for the Vegas Golden Knights, how you know this organization started bringing professional sports here to Las Vegas on on this level to where you are now in in enjoying a championship for the first time here um, from a major perspective, a major sports perspective, um, would would you have believed it seven years ago, eight years ago that that this was kind of the future for Vegas? Not at all. Not at all. I'll tell you, uh, the first season when they made it to the finals, it was like, oh, my gosh. And, and we knew that uh, as the season progressed, this is a really good team. And each year they've had great success. But, no, this is incredible. I mean, seven years or, excuse me, six years, and they already have a championship here. I mean, the Aces, they did a great job. Uh, but this, this championship level was, was, was a little different. Um, and we're just looking forward to them winning many more to come. I mean, they've got a great team. Hopefully they can keep that continuity of that team. Uh, they just continue to get better and better. How do you think we did as uh, as people spraying champagne and beer on people? Like that was <laughs> being able to do that without worrying about getting arrested was first of all fun. Uh, second of all, uh, I thought it was. Uh, I thought we did a pretty good job with the uh, with the dis- uh, distribution of the spray. They did a fine job. I watched some of the videos. I wasn't on the strip. I was over at Toshiba Plaza, and they. A lot of our guys, you know, ended up going home asking, answering questions to their wives. Probably, at, were they actually at work or were they out drinking? Um, <laughs> when I was at Toshiba, I was standing underneath Mark Stone and Carlson, all them, and, and they looked down, and I think they just intentionally said, "Let's get him." That I just got drowned in beer and that uh, was that champagne or whatever yeah. they had. So they sprayed you directly? Uh, they they looked down and they just started spraying, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. here we go." <laughs> Here we go. That, uh, that's outstanding. Uh, did it live up to your expectations? What were you uh, on the outset of this thing, knowing that you couldn't plan a lot uh, before the clinching game and then delivered? Uh, where where did it uh, to come into your range? This exceeded my expectations. Um, I don't know if you, you know, I'm, I'm not sure you probably saw some of the videos. Maybe you were even out there. Uh, but I was up on one of the uh, the decks at T-Mobile, and to look down at that crowd and just to see all the pride and, and the excitement and joy. I mean, even before they opened the gates for people to be able to come in the plaza, you know, we were walking out in the crowd, and people were so happy. They were so excited. They just could not wait for that team to get on stage so they could cheer for them. So this exceeded my any expectation I had. And I can tell you, this is probably one of the funnest things that I've ever had the uh, the pleasure of being a part of. And believe me, in my six years of running this event section, I've seen a lot of stuff, and this this was better than my experience that I had going to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, like hockey people are happy, aren't they? Very. Yeah. And they can drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mic drop. Mic drop right there, uh, Lieutenant Kendall. Uh, thank you for this. I really appreciate it. I'm so glad that uh, Kerry Bubbles was able to uh, look after you guys and uh, and your officers today uh, with a visit by the Stanley Cup. That is a thrill of a lifetime, and uh, we will get you a picture with that thing. I guarantee you that uh, after hearing that uh, today. Appreciate it, and uh, thank you for everything that you and your officers uh, do throughout the season and yes. uh, and then in the wake of uh, of Saturday night. Awesome. Hey, thank you for having us, and, uh, you know, go Knights, go.
Go Knights go. Lieutenant Kendall Bell oh, with us on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Uh, that was fun. And the officers uh, obviously have to be at attention when you're uh, mm-hmm. going through that, that process. And uh, when you're on the buses, you're going around and you're passing uh, cruiser after cruiser after cruiser. And you're trying to, I don't know whether the bus uh, was the same with uh, with you, Ryan, but you're at times you're throwing them things. And... That probably got old after about the third bus for for them. Sure, uh, the, you you try and make sure that the officers are included, but they've got a job to do, mm-hmm. and it's to keep everybody safe. But you're mixing them in, and you're throwing sponge pucks and uh, t-shirts mm-hmm. and beads at them. And after a while, they're like, "I can I just do my job instead of trying to duck t-shirts?" And uh, and one of my favorite things was when we were going down Frank Sinatra. Uh, there was traffic going the mm-hmm. uh, the other way, and people were throwing yep. pucks into the cars and trying to throw them through the open windows <laughs> of cars. I'm like that is really yeah. a good throw, but uh, thank goodness the vehicles were stopped at the time. Uh, it wasn't like they were they're picking off a driver uh, as they were as they were going by but uh, but it could be a, a little bit um, worrisome uh, with with uh, rubber pucks mm-hmm. uh, flying through but there was all kinds of different uh, moments uh, that you reflect on on from Saturday oh absolutely um, you know getting to getting to um, you know kind of interact with uh, with the officers in that way was was really really fun really enjoyable uh, for me just because there's there's some some personal family ties uh, to, to Metro. And, you know, the fact of the matter is that you're aware and cognizant of the fact that they've got a job to do, but you also, as you said, want to include them. So getting to toss a couple of shirts to to some of the officers that were there that were working, that were uh, uh, making sure everything was safe and making sure everybody had a good time was uh, was was really a highlight for me. And um, you're right on the money. The, uh, the, the Frank Sinatra leg was really intriguing because once you started to realize that the cars were essentially stopped on the other side awaiting uh, either pucks or, or shirts or beads or whatever it was. Um, it, it turned into a bit of a field day, and, and boy, was that fun, too. People were getting out of their cars to grab the, the T-shirts yes, and, yes, and, and the sponge they box. Were. I'm like, please, no, 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 no. I was cringing. Uh, and, and then we really got into it, and uh, there's there beverages on the buses, uh, mm-hmm. and there was mm-hmm. uh, beverages to consume there was beverages to spray there was beverages that you mm-hmm. could do either or with and on our bus we decided okay the warm beverages uh, those were not going to be consumed. Uh, that was just a wide open for spraying. And uh, we had uh, my wife sure. and my 16-year-old daughter were up there, and uh, and Zero and Jen were, were just having a field day. My, my 16-year-old daughter was just having the best time spraying, and with the players and the parents of players, and uh, there was, it, it was overwhelming and fun and uh, and enjoyable all at the same time, and you don't always get that. And, and, the, and the happiness of the crowd, and Lieutenant Kendall Bell was, mm-hmm. uh, was great at uh, at relaying that that there was no issues uh, th- throughout this. And you get a couple of hundred thousand people out there, and then uh, mm-hmm. another uh, twenty five, thirty, uh, thirty five at at Toshiba Plaza. Uh, it's easy for for one person to do something stupid, and then uh, uh, maybe paint the the picture uh, a different color uh, during the the course of that. But there there was none of that, and just so many people. You, you throw something to somebody, and they didn't get it. 
and they're disappointed, mm-hmm. but then there's a smile right back in their face because they're just uh, in the moment. And uh, seeing the the Eiffel Tower was a cool thing coming around the corner. Yeah. Uh, the Bellagio Fountains uh, was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming under the uh, the pedestrian bridge and the Statue of Liberty uh, being there was uh, was just spellbinding uh and there yep. th- then you add in all the the enjoyment uh Ivan Barbashev took the quest for the cup camera uh because they were doing the last episode uh during the the parade mm-hmm. on the uh, if you haven't watched that uh, documentary the behind the scenes uh documentary that the NHL does uh, every year uh, uh that uh documents the team's journeys through uh, the playoffs starting the second round Check it out because it does become very BGK focused uh, the the more it goes on. But uh, the camera operator uh, had the the beta cam on his shoulder, and Barbie said, uh, "Give me that." And he got a like a two a, seriously a two second <laughs> tutorial uh, with it. Puts the beta cam on his shoulder and then starts uh, <laughs> filming or uh, videotaping uh, Nick Hag and Brett Howden and Aiden Hill uh, doing their thing. And and uh, Hag turns around and sees Barbershev and it's it ignites a whole different celebration, like ah, because uh, it's Barbershev mm-hmm. uh, r- right behind the camera. So that was a, that was another cool thing to see the players just uh, being themselves in in different fashions uh, throughout the, the the course of the parade. Yeah, and then you know another aspect of it, obviously that that I didn't necessarily see too much from the from the bus that I was on, but uh, you know you you get kind of firsthand experiences from some of the people that were in the crowd. Um, how willing and and how great the players were with the fans that were there along the parade route. Just how willing they were to kind of go in, interact. Um, Jack Eichel, I saw some fantastic videos, some fantastic pictures of, of what he was doing. Of course, William Carlson, literally everybody, all the players, just how much they were willing to to bring that celebration that, that was going on on the buses right down to the fans that were there along the parade route. It, it's just phenomenal stuff, and I could not be prouder of the city, prouder of the people that came out to celebrate this because it was a party, it was nonstop, and it was one of the greatest experiences of my professional career. I don't even drink and I was drunk. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. I, I understand 100% what you mean by that. I don't drink. 100%. And I was drunk. Hammer silly. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, set up hour number two of the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren and Ryan Wallace. The soundtrack to a championship, Dancing Queen. Uh, beautiful stuff from from William Carlson. Really, honestly, the entire season, but, but specifically... The, the rally, the parade, Dancing Queen. I, I know we we haven't necessarily gotten completely to the bottom of the mystery, but I think we've gotten to the bottom of the mystery. And we continue here on the VGK Insider Show. Hour number two is coming up. We'll get to one-timers, news and notes from around the NHL. And we're also going to continue to bask in the glow of the Stanley Cup championship. The Vegas Golden Knights, Stanley Cup champions, won that trophy a week ago today. Hard to believe seven days have passed, but here we are continuing to relish every single moment. More to come. Hour number two of the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas.